It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, welcome to Lockdown Spurs. Right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, News for San Antonio and Fox 29 San Antonio.com. Uh, by the way, uh, Appreciate your patience yesterday. There was no lockdown Spurs simply because the Spurs started off their roadie road trip with the back-to-back. So pretty much anything we said or spoke about would have been stale by now. But they finally have a day off. We can look back at the first two games versus both L.A. teams. He doesn't say uh, not fun so far. They're 0-2 to start the roadie road trip 2020. Uh, we're going to be looking at some takeaways from the start of the RRT. Also on the show, uh, by now, you know, no spur was named to the Western Conference All-Star squad, but it gets even worse. There's not going to be a single spur represented in any event. Yeah, that's right. Beyond All-Star Game Sunday, uh, there's also All-Star Game Saturday. No spur will be there. It's basically, what does this tell us and should we be shocked? To do that and more, I am joined by Joe Garcia, Two Shots Podcast. Joe, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. And my goodness. Um, Spurs don't look really good so far in this rotary road trip, Joe. Yeah, it wasn't a good good last two days for me. It was uh, not no bueno, man. I'm I'm not in a happy spot right now. The the teams just thoroughly let me down, and I figured you know they would go two and six, but I'm going to rescind that. And now it looks like if they keep this up, they might go zero and eight. So if that happens, Jeff, it's all over. Might as well just call the travel agent, start planning <laughs> your vacation. <laughs> yeah, the next the next game up is against the Blazers. There's some fans on social media who feel that this next game is the season right there because Spurs and the Blazers are in that fight along with Memphis for that eighth spot. This uh, tomorrow night's game versus the Blazers will be the final meeting between the two teams. And guess what? The series is one one, and whoever gets this gets the tiebreaker, which could play huge for the winner down the road. Joe, let's start looking back at the first two games. 
it was a loss versus the Clippers, a huge loss versus the uh, Lakers, 129 to 107, I believe. Joe, two games in, what is your first takeaway? We need to start putting some people on milk cartons, man. You know, what happened with DeJounte and what's up with, with White? And in this last outing against the Lakers, you got to add L- LMA on that milk carton as well. These people have gone missing along with Rudy Gay. I mean, there's there's really no rhyme or reason for it. Um, I know I understand matchup-wise, but we need that offensive production from our starters, which we haven't gotten consistently. So that's one of the things that's really uh, stood out at me. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the Spurs just simply don't have anybody else that can rely, rely on offensively uh, if your name is not DeMar DeRozan. You look at the last game versus the uh, Lakers, where was LaMarcus Aldridge? Just seven points. Uh, where was Patty Mills? Um, what kind of production were you getting out of anybody? Rudy Gay, you know, key players that needed to step up, and they did not. DeMar DeRozan even said it best following the loss of the Lakers, and I'm just paraphrasing here. He said, uh, we needed to score towards the end of the uh, game. That didn't happen. That's why we lost. Uh, just a row. Um, DeMar, I think you exclude yourself in that quote because didn't have any help. So my takeaway is simply this, Joe. The Spurs need a third option on this squad. They don't have it. And I think by this point of the season, it's looking like they won't get it. You can't rely on LaMarcus Aldridge, look what he did versus uh, the Lakers. You can't rely on Patty Mills as much as he had a great start to the season. He's kind of been fizzling up and down of late. Murray White, as great as they are defensively, offensively, they're also uh, icy and hot sometimes. Joe, let's face it, DeMar needs help. Yeah, that he does. And, you know, unfortunately, he's not not getting it. And then when I'm looking at some of the stats as far as the, the team goes, their overall team stats, Right now, the offensive rating for the Spurs is 12th out of 30 teams, and their defensive rating right now is 22nd out of 30 teams, which means that they're in their lower tier when it comes to defense, and they're in the middle of the pack almost when it comes to their offense, which means what? They're just a mediocre team. They're mm-hmm. good enough to, you know, in some nights to remain competitive, but they're not good enough to get these much-needed wins on the road and some of them are, are going to be up against some of the better Western conference teams out there. And unfortunately this team is not equipped to go far if they even make it into the playoffs. And as it currently stands, Jeff, this team is looking like they're probably not going to make the playoffs because as I stated, they're just mediocre. They're not consistent. And we've seen that we want them to get better. And some days, some days in some games we see that, but overall, mm-hmm. They are who they are, and for better or for worse, I think we as Spurs fans are starting to really see it, and we're starting to have to kind of uh, cope with it, if you will. It's kind of like uh, almost losing a member of the family, man. It, it's it's hard to see, and you're, it gets you sad, you know? Yeah. Another takeaway for me is that simply this uh, – Spurs just are, are not going to get it done defensively. You know, I, I was – and I know a lot of fans listening right now are probably saying, well, duh. I had hope that things would come around. I had hope that they would click. I hope that will because Pop runs a complex defensive schemes. Okay, fine. Give this team benefit of the doubt. Trying to get at it. It doesn't look like that's going to change at all. 
uh, per Synergy Sports, Joe, if we're just looking at their defense and, and specifically their transition defense, let's just use that for an example. Synergy has them ranking 29 out of 30 teams uh, as far as transition defense. They can't even get that done. Um, they allow close to 1.174 points per opponent possession to transition. They're not slowing anybody down. Um, you dig deeper and you look at the Spurs team, 129 points given up to the um, uh, Lakers. You let LeBron James go wild from the three-point line, five three-pointer shots in a row, put a body on him, do something. Um, you look at what happened. Um, as DeMar mentioned, you know, no offense. They went 0 for 10 to start the third quarter. So not only are you not getting it done defensively, you're not. You're also not getting it done offensively. And safe in this practically a summation of the Spurs season, Joe. What you see, just using the Lakers' loss, they look competitive in the first half. They completely fall apart on both ends of the court in the second half. That's been the Spurs this season, Joe. Inconsistency. Your take, Joe. No, it has been, you know, they're just very inconsistent. And I think once I really took a back and I, I look at the season as a whole, what's happened, what's transpired from the beginning of the season now that we're 50 games into the season and we have 32 games left, really what's going to happen the rest of the way. And I think what I've learned, and Jonas, my good friend Jonas Clark is the one that kind of pointed this out, even though I had already been thinking it, how much of this is actually due to us getting some of these younger players who have only been in the Spurs system, you know, maybe two seasons, maybe three seasons, you know, and mixing that with some of the veterans that have been here for some time now, you know, as far as LMA goes, Patty, you even have Marco who's been, don't even get me started on him, but when you're mixing these younger players together with some of the veterans, I think what we're seeing is, it's going to take some time for these younger players to get acclimated into this first system. Yes, they're, they're quite good in their current uh, fashion, should I say, in what, what they're doing right now out there on the court, but it's still not up to par. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a learning process. It's a learning curve. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing the, them going through the, those growing pains, so to speak. And it's painful to watch, but it needs to happen right now. I mean, we have to come to the conclusion that the Spurs are in a real rebuilding phase. There's, there's no way around it. They are in this rebuilding, I guess, phase of, of the game right now where we have some of the younger players that are in the G League and we're looking to them at maybe they can you know, come over here and help us sometime in the future. But in the current state that we're in right now, we need all the help we can get we're just not getting that. And I think that has more to do with these younger players still needing some time to get used to the Spurs system and, and getting used to each other. Namely, look at Lonnie Walker and how he's kind of emerged this season, but he still, you know, needs to, to get a little bit more acclimated to the system so he can get out there and get more minutes. But I think it's going to still take another two to three seasons before we really see this uh, Spurs team return to form, Jeff, and that's one thing that I think Spurs fans are running out of his patience. Yeah, well, yeah, we're talking about inconsistency right now, Joe, and Popovich even spoke to the Spurs' inconsistent ways uh, following the loss 
to the Clipper. I'm sorry, to the Lakers. Excuse me. Um, again, he's saying like the problem is inconsistency. He actually says, "Quote: This was actually yeah. one of our poor games, but we beat some really good team. Our problem is when we play teams that are in the same that are the same as us, or teams that are even worse records. We haven't done well." This is interesting what he says, Joe. He goes on to say, so, quote, that's where the inconsistency comes in. Ready for this? It's mostly mental rather than other things. Mostly mental is what Popovich said. Um, hmm, Joe, I, I, I think um, this team just, just seems like it doesn't have any enough dog in it, man. They don't have that killer instinct. I think it's they like, a, I think what know, he's the, referring to is that he's referring to the mental aspect, maybe because of the inexperience from the younger younger players mm-hmm. on the squad, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's not good right now in Spurs uh, fandom, in Spurs world, if you will. And it's not good. You know, look, we're the season, what, 50 games done already uh, for San Antonio. The All-Star break is coming up already. This road trip does not going to get easier. Excuse me. As mentioned, they have the Blazers next. And by the way, you know, Damian Lillard has been just torching everybody offensively. 50-something points on average in the last few games. Um, hmm. They got the Kings. They got the Nuggets. They got the Thunder. That's not going to be fun. This rodeo road trip, Joe, as we mentioned, could make or break the Spurs season. And right now it's breaking them. My last takeaway is this, and, and I got to tip my hat to DeMar DeRozan. For as much as he's doing offensively and he's getting it done, I mean, he is out there looking like he wants to win every game. But the, the optimism that he shared after the uh, loss to the Lakers, where he said, and, and, and I'm paraphrasing again, you know, there's still an opportunity. He went on to say that this team is not dying, that they're not going anywhere that they're going to still fight. I like that out of him. I wish other Spurs had that, Joe. Your thoughts? No, I wish other Spurs uh, would actually help him. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. But at this stage of the the season, it's it's pretty much, you know, you're going to get what you're going to get. You know, this Mm. man, DeMar DeRozan, has been battling for this team since the beginning of the season. You know, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, he's just not getting the help from the supporting cast around him. so far, the Spurs, and this is my last take here, they, they've played 50 games thus far. They got mm-hmm. 32 games left in the season. They have to finish the rest of the season with a record of 21 and 11, meaning they can only lose 11 more games mm-hmm. if they're going to try to get 43 wins. If they can't even get near 43 or 40 wins, it's all but over. So that's how important this rodeo road trip is. And if they don't have at least, uh, let's say they can't break even and go 500 on this road trip, and they go two and six or zero from eight, and the season's pretty much over. So right now they're playing for their playoff lives, and hopefully maybe they can kind of wake up and try to put forth a better effort. That's all we're asking for. So maybe it's it's a reality check for them, and maybe a day's rest might give them some different perspective. All we can do is hope, Spurs fans, but I'm losing that as well. <laughs> so you know, kind of help me off the ledge a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got all Spurs fans. Or on the ledge roll, but I think they've been there since you know that eight game losing streak earlier in the season. Um, it's, it's just rough times in San Antonio right now, but uh, hopefully in the next uh, thirty games things can come around. It has to start soon. They cannot afford any more losses. 
you know, you just the Spurs just gave two wins to Western Conference teams, you know, like just building their lead on them. Not to say that the Spurs had any chance of catching the Lakers or the Clippers in the standings, but just still he's digging the deep the hole deeper in the Western Conference. Uh, so Spurs get things together tomorrow night versus Blazers crossing fingers. When we get back, Joe and I are gonna be talking about the all-star game and how not a single spur is going. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who can help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Uh, Joe, the uh, All-Star break is uh, inching closer. Everybody knows that there's going to be no spur on the Western Conference squad. DeMar DeRozan, we, sp- uh, we spoke about it here on Lockdown Spurs. Uh, my opinion, got snubbed. He should have been on there, but it is what it is. All right, so then you're thinking, okay, well, the Spurs have a shot at maybe somebody going for the skills competition. Maybe Lonnie can get a nod for you know, um, the, the sophomore versus the world game or the whatever, that NBA Rising Stars, excuse me. Or, or maybe even outside shot, a dunk contest, because he does have those phenomenal missed dunks. But all in all, Joe, no spur. No spur is going to the annual event. Joe, what does this tell you about the state of the Spurs when it comes to fandom? They're just not popular. You know, mm-hmm. it's a popularity contest going to the, the all-star game, getting votes or at least maybe making that reserve spot by getting voted in by the coaches. Unfortunately, I think the Spurs record has more to do with them, you know, not making it in, you know, mm-hmm. as far as getting a DeRozan and, you know, at least going into the Western Conference reserves. Uh, I think if the Spurs had a better record, maybe he would have gotten the nod. But unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be, you know, no matter how many points he would have been putting up I just don't think he would have been voted in so that just goes to show you that even though we love our team as you know as anything else you know in the, in the world here in San Antonio we have a great passion for uh, the San Antonio Spurs a lot of other people around the nation just don't share in that same sentiment because maybe it has more to do with the product out there on the court and you know it has to do with the popular popularity um, you know yeah. and then one of the things too Jeff Look at that Yaka Pertle fiasco the other day where he forgot his his jersey. Yeah. If we get known for stuff like that, that's kind of comical. But it, it was quite funny. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I, I had a, a little shuckle at his expense. Yeah, it just tells me that look. Um, obviously, uh, you know, fans. It is like you mentioned, a popularity contest. Didn't vote a spur into the uh, Western Conference pool, and then of course the coaches. You know, they look past uh, the Spurs. Uh, namely DeMar and maybe LaMarcus. And they said, no, we're good. 
Um, and that's just telling right now, you know, the Spurs, um, what, 20 something years, 20, 20 plus years of uh, a Spur going to the event. And it, it was uh, broken this season. Uh, LaMarcus was the last one to do it last year. So um, uh, that just tells me the times are changing again. You know, the Spurs are not that stable winning team because let's face it too, besides fan popularity is also, you know, maybe to a certain degree, not all the time, but a certain degree, it's also where the, your team is standing, you know, you're one of the better teams or, you know, X, Y, and Z, are you doing, uh, you know, this, these, these incredible winning streaks or you have somebody like Damian Lillard doing what he did recently on the offensive end or Devin Booker, you know, if he gets voted in, if Luca does not make it because of the injury. And then you keep on digging and you're like, okay, well, then they have the skills competition. Well, they say that no spur has those kind of skills on the squad or uh, obviously they do, you know, they wouldn't be the NBA, but again, it just shows you that the Spurs are just, you know, they're, they're just not a popular in this, this season and they don't have, you know, that, that shine, you know, what I'm trying to get at Joe, that fan attraction. They don't have the it factor. They don't have that yeah. it factor, Jim. Yeah. Um, remember when Tony Parker would do the skills competition, you know, that was a little bit of an it factor, Tony Parker, TP, you know, yeah. Scoring in the paint, you know. Remember when they uh, brought in uh, Duncan and Robinson and Becky Hammond, you know, to uh, do their thing at the All Star event? You know, obviously that's different time. You know, they're different places now. The coaching now, but my point is, you know, the Spurs um, just it just shows to show you, Joe, exactly what the fan base and maybe the NBA is thinking about the Spurs right now. So, Joe, nobody should be shocked at this, right? No, nobody should be shocked, but we can be disappointed, you know, but it is what it is on that end. So we're just going to have to keep on moving forward. And I'm going to watch the all-star festivities no matter what, just because I'm going to be curious to see what happens. But, you know, it's going to kind of, it's a little disappointing that we're not going to have a, a spur in the mix, you know, breaking with a 23-year tradition, but Thank you, it's just a yeah. sign of the times. Yeah, you know what? There, you know, now I think about it, there is a slight, slight chance that a Spur could be there. I believe the G League has their All Star event. I think so. Maybe, just maybe, an Austin Spur will go. And you know, technically, Kelvin Johnson and Metu and you know Eubanks and Weatherspoon, they're Austin Spurs. Um, so maybe that'll happen. So there's that. And at that point, everybody would be like, yes, Spurs are there. And, you know, uh, Spurs fans are going to love it. But, uh, yeah, sign of the times, everybody. But when we get back, speaking of signs of the time, we're going to continue talking about the Spurs and their, well, their season woes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back and I'm joined by Joe Garcia. He is the host of Two Shots Podcast. Joe, before we dive into what you do over there, two shots, it's trade deadline season. Yeah, do you see the Spurs making a move? I do not. 
I don't see them doing anything despite the rumors that are being thrown out there with Miami and, you know, LMA. And then you have Marco thrown, been thrown out there in the mix and maybe even a little Bryn Forbes from what we're hearing out there on the, mm-hmm. on the ether, on social media, on Twitter. But don't, don't fall for it. It's just all just spun for headlines, you know, clickbait. The t- trade deadline's going to come and go, Jeff. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think outside of the obvious, which everybody can see, all signs are pointing to Damari Carroll get moved. Um, that's it. I don't really see anything. Maybe the waiver wire. Maybe if some teams release a player here and there, the Spurs want to pick up a player, you know, they may do that. That's been their thing. After the loss to the Lakers, uh, Popovich was asked about the trade deadline, and he said um, that we're at the Spurs. We uh, are known for not making big moves at the trade deadline. So if that signals anything to you, well, Spurs should be relatively quiet again. Yeah, I, I think the Spurs is going to ride with the team that they got for the most part outside of uh, D.C. getting uh, dealt if he ends, if he does. You know, all the Spurs could probably do is wave him maybe. You know, they're still on the hook for his contract. So, But, yeah, it's going to be slim pickings. I mean, who do the Spurs really have to offer? You, you know, uh, a Brent Forbes – you know, who's a liability on defense. Same goes for Bellinelli. Uh, looks like a, a regressed Rudy Gay, you know, although he may be their best asset for a team looking for a veteran like more playoff push. But you're not going to get much in return. Uh, I think the Spurs have bigger fish to fry right now than trading something, uh, whether it be a, you know, a player here and there. They got to figure out what's going to happen with DeMar DeRozan. They got to figure out if they're going to just blow it up in the offseason. They're going to get a better or good draft pick. They got to start their scouting now. So, in my opinion, Joe, I think the Spurs have bigger fish to fry. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, nothing's really going to happen. And unfortunately, you know, to the dismay of Spurs fans, we're going to be left with this current roster, you know? So, you have that, Jeff. So, one more punch to the gut, you know, to leave you with this episode of Locked on Spurs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. One more gut punch from uh, Joe Garcia. Joe, tell us about Two Shots Podcast. Yeah, well, at Two Shots, we've been hard at work. I kind of developed this new audio system that lets us do a lot of stuff now. So we're going to be taking live calls pretty soon here when we do our podcast. So for everything you need to know about Two Shots, just go to our website. It's all spelled out, T-W-O. SHOTSpodcast.com, and that'll tell you everything you need to know as far as following us on our social media handles and also taking a look at all the videos that we have out there on the website as well. There you go. Give Joey a follow and make sure to tune in to Two Shots Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Go to the Spurs Zone News for San Antonio and Fox 29 San Antonio.com where you can listen to this show. Catch up with what's going on with yesterday week. Uh, for those of y'all who live in San Antonio, for those who don't, just think a week-long party of all things San Antonio. Mardi Gras times 100. But one of the things is uh, Fiesta medals. These are little, like, just like, you know, army medals that kind of dangle. For those of y'all who never heard of this, one of the big things is Spurs theme medals. So they're starting to slowly come out. You want to check out some designs. Also, what are the Young Bucks doing in Austin? And uh, the Spurs don't recently caught up with uh, Weatherspoon, uh, Drew Eubanks. Uh, so those of y'all interested in the future of the Spurs, there's some interesting topics that those two gentlemen spoke with the Spurs Zone recently. Um, and Locked On Spurs, subscribe to wherever you find your favorite podcast uh, provider. 
So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lot on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.